Robocop and chill. Yeah. Yeah, why did we watch this movie? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who suggested it originally? I think, did I? Oh, it was probably me. Because after you. we watched Starship Troopers, like Paul Verhoeven, I was like, man, this guy can do no wrong. Yeah. Well, Let's watch okay. Robocop. What Let's, other movies has he done? I don't know. I Total Recall, <laughs> Showgirls. He did Total Recall? Yeah, Total he Recall did and Total Showgirls. Recall. And, and um, uh, Hollow Man. Oh. Well, so wow. He, the, I think his deal is basically just like... All Americans are fucking swine, and I am making these movies to show them they are garbage. Watch my movies. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> Look at like, us killing criminals. How great is it? All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome, fellow robots. I'm your host, Asher Lack. With me are my co-hosts, Dr. Alan Sussman. What's up? The Honorable Sam Lazarus. Hello. And in our fourth chair today, displacing Raph, we have... My erstwhile bandmate, longtime friend, man about town, slapping the bass, Abraham Pollock. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming to the house. Hello, my my pleasure. All right. I think slapping the bass that that, that comes out of nowhere. I don't. Yeah, you're <laughs> that's like, not gonna make any sense to no one yeah, who knows me. <laughs> yeah, Abe and I have played in a band together on and off for 14 years, and uh, yeah, he's the bass player in the Balesman and the band leader of the Balesman. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I hire the cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and today we are talking about uh robocop 1987 paul verhoven nihilistic disaster piece so bad yeah <laughs> this movie was pretty great uh yeah so initial thoughts on it guys let's what start it, with alan yeah alan alan liked it and i think the rest of us are a little agnostic on it so let's let's grill know. him it's for a bit it's pretty campy right oh it's hardcore campy yeah Wait. It's very gory. So gratuitous, man. Yeah, exactly. And like it's not taking itself that seriously. It's a little bit unclear what the message of the movie is. Like it starts it starts out feeling like there is a message and then sort of like I mean I guess Oh, the there's me- some I guess the message is sort of like keep you know, keep public and private separate. <laughs> Be more socialist. Yeah, yeah there's like the a lot US. of hardcore, yeah. like left-wing anti-militarism. I, I would say, except then Robocop saves the day. Yeah, exactly. But, that's sort of the <laughs> what's strange about it. Well, but yeah. it's it's satire, right? Like it's the I same. Guess. It's satire, but it's also very pro-police. Yeah, know? is it pro-military pro industrial complex? I mean, it's it seems to be, and I expected it to be pro those things in the way that Starship Troopers was, like it's tongue in cheek and it's well, like shining a, a mirror at you. But I didn't get that feeling. It, it's pro is in like it it makes it look fun, dark. Wait, it's weird because I got the exact opposite impression of this. Like okay. I thought that in all the ways. So, uh, for for listeners who I mean, don't, that's why the mess. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the message is not clear. I think. Okay, fair enough. In this movie, it, right? It's like, like, like teenage boy fantasy. Yes, a I, lot because just. But there is a, yeah. Exactly. It starts off feeling like there's one political message, but then it's like it doesn't quite follow through on it. Yeah, right. It's like Paul Verhoeven wrote this movie and then some teenager finished it. <laughs> it was yeah, like, right. Yeah, more exactly. explosions, yeah. more decapitations with bullets. Like, yeah. Really? That's so funny because, yeah, I thought in all the ways that Starship Troopers is like this like satiric indictment of militarism like in an imperial sense, mm-hmm. this is yeah, in like, like in a corporate sense. Yeah, exactly. This yeah, is like a satiric sense. indictment of like internalized, I right? Guess. It's like the police but, are but the military still comes, in this. I still come out of it thinking like, 
wait, all the good guys in this movie like shot everyone. And nobody had a warrant. Nobody had like everybody just yeah, the good walked guys into in the, the bad cops. guys' room and killed but them guys, all. The good guys in fucking Starship Troopers are Rico's roughnecks. It's yeah, the same. But, but you see through the movie like how the world they're in is fucked up and like has made them fucked up. And it's supposed to be a commentary on that. I didn't get that from. I mean, I guess it's yeah, in there. I, th- but I, I didn't think get it's it. maybe it's something where he and maybe that's why he went on to make Starship Troopers. We're jumping into yeah. this like really fast. So yeah. okay, for listeners who are unaware of Paul Verhoeven and his like. I like, Maybe it was too subtle. Scathing yeah. indictment of American insanity. Like, uh, wh- I mean, what do we say about him? He did his whole oeuvre is just about like showing Americans what bourgeois swine they are and like our horrifying effects on the rest of the world. It, just, it didn't work when when it came out. Like, like this movie was popular. Uh, I remember being like, a kid when this movie came out. And everyone was talking about how cool it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I, the, the joke was on everyone and... And probably most people... I mean, but that's, it's sort of the same ship with Star- yeah. Starship, Starship Troopers, Troopers right? Yeah, when Starship this, Troopers yeah. came out, nobody knew. And then people, like, revisited it and were yeah. like... During oh. the Iraq War, they revisited yeah. it. They revisited it, yeah, yeah, exactly, in the last 10 years. And we're like, oh, shit, he's, he's right. holding up the mirror to us. It's funny that he's, like, five years ahead. Yeah. Like, RoboCop <laughs> was before, you know, the Clinton crime bill and everything... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, like brought all the military militarization to the police. I wonder if that's why it feels that way watching it now. Because like we're in the product of, you know, what this movie wrought. Kind of like our culture is just because this was like a really gory movie. Then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, it's a gory movie. Like it fits in that genre of gory movie. I still feel like it was more gory than what we have today. Oh, Maybe, hardcore, but like not, but. I mean, not a standout in the way it must have been in '87. Right? Mm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. On the that. violence in this movie is like, hard. Yeah, it's it's, it's so just crazy. like very yeah, it's hard R. It's very gratuitous. Like the scene, like the first scene where that when guy shot gets shot, like in the like there's something about like just he's in an office, like like it's just he's just surrounded by like people at desks mm. in suits, and he's just getting blasted away, and like blood is just spurting yeah. out of him. He's getting like basically like demolished, like his body's uh, yeah. falling apart. Which, yeah, you know, I, I love like, how how like right after that. No one is talking about it anymore. I love that. That's <laughs> exactly. I love that. They like, all, they no all move one on. cares that that guy's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I thought that this movie was totally campy. I, I, it didn't really work yeah. for me the way that Starship Troopers works. Maybe because it doesn't wink at the camera. Yeah. The way I that mean, maybe Starship that Troopers moment does. is supposed to be the wink. Maybe the way that everybody reacts to that is supposed to be like, look, there's something wrong with these people. But th- those are and we just don't, didn't see it all <laughs> over the place. I mean, so yeah. let's break the plot down and then we can kind of dig into some of this stuff because it's. I don't know. It felt pretty sewn throughout the whole thing. I'm I'm shocked. Again, I'm shocked the same way that I was shocked about people not getting Starship Troopers, including myself when I saw it. And Sam, you were on that episode, you know, originally. I think. I mean, I didn't see it when it came out, but I think I got the satire the first. Okay, time. Okay. Yeah, because like I was 15 and was just like, yeah, bugs in space. Yeah. This is kind of cool. I didn't get it the first time either. I thought it was actually. I didn't really understand what campiness was. Yeah, like at the time, so I was just like, "This movie's just like really cheesy in a weird way." <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah, um, yeah. So for for listeners who haven't seen the movie, essentially, uh, the I mean, what the plot breakdown is, we're in. Uh, does it tell us what year it is? No, probably. I was going to ask you. Yeah, it's like it some doesn't. futuristic Detroit. I I'm not sure of the I year. I didn't get that. I thought it was just like parallel universe Detroit. Yeah, it doesn't oh, could have, have been. to be in the future. Yeah, there's you're right. It doesn't have to be. Like... They were also acting very... Well, there's a couple futuristic things. Like, they have the CD 
the CD-ROM later in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like that—that that was like brand new technology at the time, you know. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, but, but there's nothing. Every like you know, it's like Ford Taurus cars. Like nothing looks futuristic. Yeah. No, it's pretty. Yeah, the world is pretty beat up and mm-hmm. pretty janky. Other than regular guns, regular cars. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wanted to be Robocop for Halloween. Yeah. My hippie parents were like, no. No. <laughs> no, no guns, no violence. Good for we don't yeah, play man, I, I'm, I got to call them up and thank them. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. that movie was, I'm glad I didn't see when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, uh, basically it takes place in an alternate world, whether it's a future or like a parallel, where like cities are a crime-ridden nightmare, which was pretty much everybody's view of cities at the time, yeah. right? Or at I least mean, Detroit. I mean, Detroit, we don't yeah. know about other cities, I guess. Yeah. Right. So Detroit is like a complete nightmare and we're introduced to this officer who's been transferred into like the central Detroit police squad. And I, to me, I, the movie like just jumps in sort of broadcasting how left wing it is, right? The first thing we see is similar to Starship Troopers. It opens with a, a nightly newscast mm. where they mm-hmm. kind of like talk through the problems of the day and we yeah. see what a like hyper violent and insane world it is, right? It's like. Yeah. You know, thousands die in Pretoria, South Africa, for no friggin' reason. Right. <laughs> that that dated it a lot. Also, is like, you know, they were talking about apartheid South Africa. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the newscast true. is all white. It was yeah. very dated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which like, oh god. I mean, you guys didn't think that that, and then that cutting to commercial where they're like playing the board game where people are like yeah. nuking each other. This was yeah, totally well, that, a wink to at me, the that camera. Felt like yeah, it yeah. had to be a little bit in the future. But it was also completely satiric, right? I guess I just that felt so tongue in cheek and campy yeah, to me yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. like the commercials in Starship Troopers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I kept waiting for like the um, the newscast to like like the stories that they were talking about to come together somehow and be part of the plot. And I don't know, it doesn't happen. I, yeah, it doesn't really happen. But I still have this sneaking feeling like if you look really closely. There's Somehow some there's some well, relation. No, there yeah. was like background. Like they were the first ones to mention OCP, right? Like you hear about it in a newscast uh, as it's transitioning to the first time you see those executives. Yeah. So Who's OCP is not ICP, is, right? No, it's not <laughs> ICP. ICP is also in this movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. It is Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, what I was going to say was, uh, no, that the one part where they're like, oh, this satellite misfired or something. Oh, and yeah. Killed Star- this Star- area with like a hundred, you know, randomly killed uh, people in like this area with a hundred people. And two of them have to happen to be uh, like previous U.S. presidents. Yeah. <laughs> and they saw, so you saw like the bottom of, and it looked kind of like maybe Carter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that kind of shit. It was just like, okay, I get it. They're like, they're trying to broadcast what a hor like horrifying, brutal world yeah. that they're living in. Yeah. So, and then we cut to a police station where, you know, this officer has been transferred to the new station, and he's kind of getting prepped for like, get ready, rookie. Like, very good looking, by the way. I should say, is he Murphy? I think all he's the po- all the yeah, police so. were really attractive. And there's like, and there's just like tits and ass everywhere. Also. Yeah, which again, <laughs> yes. Starship Troopers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, I really think that he was like, oh, people didn't get it for RoboCop. All right, here we go. Here's like, I'm gonna turn yeah. the satire up to eleven, and like, good luck, you. Well, fucking I, do you think pig. that's a satire thing? You don't think that's a like aspirational thing? I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's one of those like, yeah, nudity is cool, but like, I also felt like like the newscaster's name was David Chang. Or yeah, something. the newscaster's name was Asian. He looked like, like a white guy. Part. Like it looked like part agents. I felt like it was all supposed to be like, you know, in the future, like everybody's intermixing or something. Yeah, right. We have like a post-racial future. Yeah, 
Fair enough. Capitalism don't care about race. Yeah. Capitalism <laughs> doesn't give a shit. If you got money, you're the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. The hair in this movie, by the way, is fucking bananas. Right? Everybody's got like a curly mullet. There's just like some obscene Except mustaches the everywhere. With the most amazing, my favorite kind of haircut that exists. The like pixie shag yeah. bordering on mullet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she has like a big kind of lady. curly perm, doesn't she? Uh, small, it's like compact. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. a compact perm. Oh, okay. and yeah, I like Robocop's hair. Yeah. yeah. Right. After yeah. the after uh, yeah. the accident. After, yeah, yeah, when the cap comes off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, did you guys notice at the very beginning, and this is what I mean with like the left-wing stuff in the movie, is like the, the very opening of the movie, they're, the police are talking about striking because it's unfair yeah. of them to yeah, be yeah. put under those conditions. Yeah. And that's like an undercurrent throughout the movie. That's a th- yeah, and then they yeah. do strike at the end. Yeah, exactly. Which gives him the cover to do the good killing work that... <laughs> <he's> <laughs> to go on a murderous well, yeah, rampage. It was kind of weird. It was like... Brutality. You, yeah. you would think that this movie would be pro unions right but I, I didn't really get that that was like the message in the end no it was more like everything is terrible and also there are unions <laughs> well, like, I think they're I think striking I, but it's totally irrelevant because everything is fucked <laughs> wait did we watch different movies because I thought that it was completely pro the union I mean yeah, maybe yeah. how did you get that in the end like well, what? because because ultimately like the bosses who are anti-union are putting well, we can, I mean, I guess, spoiler alert to the end, it turns out that, like, the people who run the militaristic company that is, like, pushing this very violent technology are a bunch of coked-out maniacs who are also empowering the cocaine traffickers. Right. Not unlike, you know, uh, <laughs> politics of the time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Everyone was doing so much cocaine then. Yeah, ex- and exactly. Enabling crime. Yeah, yeah. And enabling crime. Yeah, and, you know, whatever... Times have fucking, not changed. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver no. North, like, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, at the but time what, of this what taping, what does that have to do with? Sorry. Oh no! What, what does that have to do with? With the union, like I what, mean, to me, the union, like the union, are the only people who are who are asking for more reasonable things. They're yeah, like we're no getting killed on the, the street. Movie that it's going to work, right? Like, oh, in it, fact, the existence of RoboCop is evidence that, like, they're probably just going to break the strike. Do you? Right? Thi- I, that strike doesn't end at the end because they come to the table. Like, there's nothing in the movie about the union being successful. It's just that they strike. Right, which I think is good, but but I don't see how the movie is really backing up that message. It's just like this is what's happening. I'm not in this even saying. Yeah, I'm not even saying like that. It's it's saying that it would be successful or not. I'm, I'm saying like the movie is not really taking a stance on right. like whether or not it's a good thing that they're striking. Yeah, I, I mean, they're I taking a I, stance on other things that are re- related. Really, I th- I thought that they were striking against the inhuman conditions that the police department was putting them under, that it turned out the police department was also creating in the streets and that the union yeah. was the only sane person in the in the organization saying like, "Hey, this is fucking deranged. Like you're having us murder criminals who you're hiring." Yeah. Like, I mean, they, that's not why they're striking. No, that's <laughs> not why they're striking. Yeah, they don't know that, striking. but yeah. they're striking because it's it's too much work, right? Well, they're striking like they're because it's too dangerous. Because their police, fellow police officer died. Yeah. yeah. and so, But also there's all kinds of budget cuts they're talking about throughout the movie. Like it's all of a piece, right? These guys, This company is trying to defund the police 
as and it's the same thing that has in fact happened. Yeah, that's, right, that's what I'm saying. It's like you find the police and then like profit off the fact <laughs> that they have to replace it with some robot, some machine that's going to save the day, right? So, but what is the moral there? It's not like oh, the union is strong and save the day. No, it's that corporations are insane. Like yeah, the, and they the will yeah. kind of that they are anti-human and they will you know like basically view us as meat for their own yeah. profitability, no yeah, matter that's what. The message, but. Right. As to, uh, yeah, as, I, as to whether or not the union is no, you know, the union is not framed as like, well, th- we all need to get our cards and go, yeah, you know, exactly. join in, get a meeting. No, no, no. Yeah, there's no hope. I, mean, I think in this movie. I don't remember the dates yeah. well enough, but there were a lot of big strikes, right? At yeah, the, end of the 80s, like the, at the beginning of the 80s. Reagan, I mean, Reagan the, broke the Reagan broke the air traffic yeah. controller strike in 1980 when he first okay. came in. But then. There was a bunch of other, yeah, like the auto workers and stuff. There was a bunch of actions in the But 80s, never from right? like, I mean, I guess the air traffic controllers was service employee. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. And, and that was, I mean, that was the hardcore, that was basically like the end of the American Union as it was known, right? right? I mean, right. that's, that's what led to so like the a, sort of <laughs> rust belt that we have now I, in a lot of ways. It reminded right? me also a lot of like, you know, right after 2008, a lot of the service employee unions, like the teachers and the police were trying to get paid more and a lot of the Republicans were saying like, no, 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 we shouldn't pay them more. Like that's, that's the problem. That's why we're all bankrupt right now. Yeah. Because of the unions. He's like these fucking swine. Well, actually it's funny. uh, Just as like a quick aside, James Comey posted on, on Twitter. He was like top five jobs I've ever had. And the fourth job was like teacher. uh, And it was like parentheses. Like I came in when the regular teachers were on strike, and I was like, "What kind of piece Whoa. of scab are you?" Yeah, exactly. You, you should have just written scab. I was just like, I don't even have it within me to tell you. Like, if you think the the world is the kind of place where you should be proud of that right. kind of behavior, <laughs> like your view of everything is uh, fucking wrong. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. So so basically, we're introduced to this world where it's like a complete hellscape. Uh, you know, people are getting gunned down without being punished in the streets. The police are like basically taking people in and like torturing them Gitmo style because they fucking feel like it. Nice. Meanwhile, right, really? yeah, they, there's like a bunch of. I mean, just maybe beating not. someone up. Yeah, like, they're just that's like standard practice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we're introduced <laughs> to this world, and then to contrast this, we're shown basically the boardroom of this company where they're having a meeting about the the nightmare hellscape. We're later going to find out that one of the heads of this company is also financing the drug lords uh, that are destroying the city. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. It, it, guys, if you wanted to listen to this podcast and not have things spoiled, I guess You're watch the, the movie. Place. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> just go yeah, hop some paint right now. That doesn't really make sense. Fuck, yeah. I know. I'm I, not sure how we could we could. <laughs> I fractured talk the timeline. Movie spoiler free content. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah, without well, spoiling it. You know, you guys. Okay, here's the deal. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't want the movie spoiled, fuck off. What I need you to do? No, no, no. This is more important Leave. than no. Stay. Don't <laughs> listen to Sam. Nobody does. Get out. And Nobody. I want you to. I mean, I do. That's true. I do too. No. I want you to invent time travel, okay? And then you can go back, you can watch the movie, unspoil it for yourself. Wait, what? Push the pause Wait. button. 
What are you, what are you talking about? I'm deleting all of this. I better yet. You're the scientist. Invent time travel. the door right now because we want time machines. Yeah, and then we won't release this episode. Wait, we should give the date and time. Yeah, instead, we'll just go back to 2015 and buy Bitcoin. Good call. And uh, <laughs> that's what you would do. I don't know. What would I do? All the Bitcoin. All of it. Yeah. 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 So we cut from the sort of like nightmare of the police station to a boardroom where this company, ICP, is <laughs> OCP. OCP. Oh, yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah. I thought we were Thanks calling them ICP out. from now on. ICP, no. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're. How much better would the movie have been if it actually was the even, same <laughs> Yeah. If Violent Jake and Shaggy <laughs> 2 Dope were like, yeah. <laughs> this is my CFO. Uh, <laughs> What's anyway. that stuff they drink? Fago, baby. Fago, yeah. They're, it's like instead of Robocop, they're like, let's just make every like uh-huh. Robocop has this like slurry that he eats, but what if they're just like he drinks Fago? <laughs> Fago. All right, we're guys, <laughs> listeners of the show, somebody start tweeting at ICP, get them to remake this movie. Like, a, yeah. nice, yeah. Oh God, I know it gets it's so overwhelming. Like watching this movie, watching this movie was basically just like, what the fuck? Why am I even watching this? This is real, except that cities aren't this violent anymore. Everything else is completely like, yeah, yeah, yeah. RoboCop is definitely real. So there's many RoboCops. Nowadays, now like the police are really happy to get like former military gear, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, I noticed that I was like, wow, the, like the police are actually not interested in this machine. Yeah. Like today, they would be so down with it. Like we can mm. use this to terrorize minorities. It's great. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven <laughs> is a fucking chaos god. Like he saw the way that the world was going and was just like, I'm going to make movies about the future. I'm starting to fear that um, actually that they're not prescient so much as like prescriptive. Like it was his plan all along to subtly shape <laughs> oh. American history. And like we're here as a result. Of- I don't know. I mean, everyone like in charge now grew up. Exactly. Watching that then, yeah. I mean, Robo- well, yeah, the young, if, yeah, people were in charge. Yeah, young Trump <laughs> definitely watched RoboCop. Well, I mean, if I like, think so, man. I mean, like oh, it yeah. was hugely popular. Oh, I'm sure, and yeah, I'm sure he, he was, fucking loved it. He, he wasn't was young. Yeah, no, he, he's yeah, he's, he's, yeah forty. He was he was maybe, forty, yeah. but like he definitely doesn't read. So like that's his way <laughs> right. of yeah, the, information. Is this was his book. But also like Bill Clinton, like and then Biden. Like where did the where the crime bill come from? Yeah, you know that's a good point. Yeah, it's true. RoboCop. RoboCop. I mean, I just said it. so It's true. Yeah. Obviously, Q and on. Oh God, yeah. So, it, God, we're like, how do you watch that and think like and take like your message from it is? Oh, this is great. We should definitely like arm the police with. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's the same way that like when you watch Starship Troopers, how do you watch that and go like, oh yeah, let's go fight the bugs? It's like this was the same thing when I watched yeah. this movie. I was like, how do you watch this and go like, oh yeah, like like everything that's happening with police and like drug and like ah i'm sorry is he still making movies right now for listeners who have never seen a paul verhoeven movie he's one of the darkest motherfuckers out there yeah like satiric violence insanity holding up a mirror to the dark world that we are populating as a society (laughs) police violence police emollients yeah um so (laughs) we've had some (laughs) debate amongst the four of us over whether or not this movie was like intentionally a send up of police brutality and like militarized policing or whether it just like was saying that that's okay presently. I don't, I don't I know if I question it's a satire, but my, my point was more like 
I think it's too subtle of a satire. Like yeah. Starship Troopers is right on the line. This is like it's, it's swinging a miss. Maybe like, it, was, it just feels like it's not satirical. Maybe it was intended for that, but yeah. in the yeah. studio is yeah. like we got to sell this to yeah. twelve. I feel boys. like that's yeah, what happened, right? Yeah. Like I, I have a feeling like the ending. I mean, someone said this already, right? I feel like the ending was not the original ending. I, I don't know, and okay. and it was just like it needed to be the hero's journey. What did you and, expect and, the end and, to be? Oh, I don't know. Robocop but goes on strike. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be great. That'd be like if he's so, if like like I was kept trying to figure out like what directive four is going to be. Yeah, the yeah. secret classified directive that yeah. turns out to be protect the people who created him. Right, that's a little too obvious. Like, yeah, there could yeah. be some really good stuff like help the police fight the system. You know, right. Yeah, to defend the worker. Right. Reveal yourself as QAnon. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Um, did we time travel? I, I mean, the, the strike <laughs> didn't, it didn't really register with me as a thing, as a plot point. You know, yeah, fair I enough. Think there was any. It was just like that's just things that are happening. It it just humanizes the police, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, it sets it up as the police are fucked. You know, they they need something to help them. They need the military. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Actually, I guess that's a, that's a good way of framing it because yeah, it doesn't really. Uh, necessarily underline it as like you know yeah they're really this is going to be the saving grace of them or this is the right thing yeah it's neutral on unions it's certainly so we then cut to feels like it's neutral on everything it's neutral on everything i mean it's profoundly nihilistic and that was what i thought was like the the sort of end of this movie or not the end of the actual movie but like the the sort of emotional end game of this movie is just like no everything's fucked don't try keep your head right push through i mean i guess maybe there's something about like murphy like cares about what's right kind of. And so that's good. I yeah. Guess. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, so pretty early in the movie, <laughs> we're shown like a boardroom meeting with this company, OCP, ICP, ICP, ICBM. <laughs> um, <laughs> insanely rational clown posse. <laughs> and, um, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they're, Basically, they're pitching start that new militaristic <laughs> weapons to the police, and uh, they pitch two projects. One of which he doesn't even pitch the RoboCop project. He just so this one executive pitches their new robot Ed Two O Nine, who then blows away one of the ICP executives <laughs> in like the so most insane. heavily foreshadowed killing. Yeah. I, I loved how when he he realized that his end was near. Yeah, and he's like running around like you got to help me, you got to help me, and everyone's just like get the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're about to get shot. <laughs> yeah, get dude. the fuck away from me. Which again, I thought was like Paul Verhoeven just being like these people are disgusting the rats. They'll yeah. do anything to protect themselves. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ex- exactly. So, Ed two hundred nine fails, and one of the rival executives uh, pitches this project RoboCop, which we get a sense that it's like. I don't think he's an executive at that point because he makes a big deal of being. Oh, he's like an underling. It. Yeah, he's the he's like the underling. He's like, Robo's I've got this president. secret project that I've been working on. It's called RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then. That guy is great in this movie. Well, he's there are so many amazing character actors in this movie. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Miguel Ferrer, yeah, looked him up. R. Rosemary I. Clooney's uh, son. Yeah, 
Oh God, he Rose was in Rose. this. The guy who played Leland Palmer from Twin Peaks was in this. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah. they're both from Twin Peaks. Yeah, they're both from yeah. Twin Peaks. Uh, Red Foreman from mm-hmm. that '70s yep. show was oh, in yeah. this. Who he's else is in this? So good. He's, he's so good fucking <laughs> amazing in this movie but, as know, the actually, bad guy. We haven't talked about him at all. I think maybe his his plotline is like a little closer, maybe, to what this movie is trying to say. Well, let's let's introduce him okay. as a character. So so essentially, very quickly, we discover that the city. I guess. The way they introduce him, I love, like, in movies when you see the bad guy in grainy surveillance footage, uh-huh. <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite kind of, like, tropes of, like, like this. How they introduce him? Uh, they introduce him on the news. Yeah. So, again, oh. the, the movie opens oh, yeah, with, with a newscast to kind of show us how <laughs> obscene the world is, and it's just, like, you know... Uh, the president's satellite went off today by accident and incinerated 300 people. Um, in other news, <laughs> like this water skiing squirrel, <laughs> you know, and then like cuts a commercial, John. Pre-YouTube. Yeah, I mean, pre-YouTube. pretty much the news, right? It's like a bunch of horrible stuff. <laughs> and then it ends with like, and eight cats were born <laughs> like eight kittens were born today and then they show the kittens that's how they end the news oh god that i have how the news that's what the news is yeah you're yeah. you're totally right it's like and, and we're delivering some paint to your house so you can huff it and forget that we <laughs> exist but why if he's a huge crime boss why is he in the heist it doesn't yeah that's really a good sense. question yeah that yeah. doesn't make any sense I, th- I would thought that too he yeah. just likes to kill because yeah he's just like a gorilla yeah. Yeah. He loves it so much. Yeah, yeah. and he's got he like, his crew. So well, I think it's also like yeah, so easy right. to commit crime right. in old Detroit that like it's right. not he's not even at risk if he's yeah. like got four dudes like you know backing him up. They're I feel right. like. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, meanwhile, as part of the backdrop, is it ICP as well that's pitching the oh, like OCP. new Detroit? Oh, OCP, whatever. <laughs> the the evil corporation <laughs> that like basically they are the true villains of this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the crime boss dude didn't seem that bad of a person. He just really likes crime. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's just like a crazy. No, he's just like another kind of like victim or expression of the yeah. system. But like, uh, yeah. So the the whole time we're sort of there's this backdrop. He also of, comes through in the end, and saves the day in his own way. <laughs> in his own way. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? How does he save the day? What doesn't he like? He, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, well, I'm. I'm gonna let that one hang. Uh-oh, I was sorry. like, I'm not well, gonna he, correct he, Dave like, on he, that. He can like, is it he that confesses or like forces the confession out of? Oh yeah. Oh he yeah, he does slip. save the day. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, he's the one. He confesses to the. Hang on. Well, we'll get to all that. So, <laughs> right, right. but that's yeah. interesting, man. Is like who is bad, who is good. You know? I well, feel like it's fairly clear, right? Yeah, everyone is like bad. Red Foreman is bad. Clearly, Robocop no, like, good. Everyone else bad. No, yeah. Robocop, Robocop is, good. is bad. All the blood what? and destruction. Hang on. Yeah, but he guys, kills the bad guys. We are. Yeah. He goes on a rampage of like <laughs> of killing bad guys. From like day one, that he's invented. You know? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like definitely the biggest like a, murderer in the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. but it's bad guys. But he's not. Yeah, but and he per, does it in a comical way. He's not portrayed way. as a bad guy. He's portrayed as the good guy. Yeah, I no, think no, I mean, they are bad guys. I he's think, killing the bad. Yeah. Guys. I, yeah, yeah do yeah. you think that like the main characters in Starship Troopers are the good guys? Well, I didn't no. watch it with you guys. So it's been a while since I've seen. Oh, it. fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that we are meant to root for him obviously. root for him yeah. and then realize later that we're disgusting for rooting for yeah him. i think it's yeah. you know it's meant to go down smooth and then come up ugly yes. right it's it's I not agree. supposed to be he's, i mean he's an underdog the whole time you know, yeah that's yeah he's fighting for no yeah, yeah he's clearly the good guy of the movie like takes that role the, I just, the female officer is really the good person yeah, yeah. oh actually yeah, maybe she's, she's the only like un, unimpeachable unindicted we all 
good person. Um, but then we also forgot to mention that like the whole time there's a backdrop of the corporation remaking Detroit. Yeah, right into right. Delta City. Like right. they're going to tear down the whole city and like somebody should make a community that works. It, so are they trying to right, make it right. safer so that like are they trying to make it worse so that they can then have a reason to tear it all down or are yeah, they man. trying to make it safer so people will like will invest? People buy their units? You know? They're trying to make it safer, right? That's why they got RoboCop. Yeah, but so that's that, why they <laughs> But that, is that also why, they why they're Ed, encouraging crime? And like financing crime. It's like it's like if you put yourself in a position where you're backing every bet, you, you win no matter what. So it's like yeah, if crime when, gets worse, you you sell them Ed two oh nine. If crime gets better, you sell them the other thing. Oh god! <laughs> See, that's what we really need here is Robocop. Yeah, He'd save the day. Well, Somebody I did notice that Robocop, of Defense, Robocop, Robocop basically Cop. created a military coup. Yeah. in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. There was this that is, totally. Yeah, there was the well, there was the um. The, uh, the like the city council person who was holding people hostage. Yeah, this is during the rampage when he's killing all the bad guys. Right. So this guy is like an insane city councilman, and he's like, "I want a new car, and Mexico's going to pay for it." Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he's like, "I want Wait, my old job back." Yeah. Well, no, he said the city's going to pay for it, but yeah. I was just yeah. like, "Oh, I've, I've heard this before." Yeah. yeah. His spiel was his hardcore. spiel was great, dude. I was just like, yeah. "This is Trump. <laughs> this is yeah. totally Trump. He wants a reelection." <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, as I was revisiting it today. I was like, this is what's going to happen in 2020. Yeah. You know, totally. like I, Trump loses the election, hopefully. And then he's like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. He holds Jared Kushner hostage. And then we need Robocop to basically stage a coup. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I love this. All right, done. Oh God. Sounds except, right yeah, except me, then yeah. we now have a military, like a military regime taking over the country. Right. It's like which we're all worse. hoping for a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is worse. Oh God. I mean, I, I think OCP owns the military anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he hedges a bit about that. Yeah. So right. I think actually that's what the movie's about, right? Is that Robocop is like pure, right? Like well, Murph is pure. Murphy is pure. So so Both. Detective Murphy gets blown away by the drug dealer played by Red Foreman. Oh, and they put him into that. a cyborg <laughs> program where they called give Robocop. him... Well, called Robocop. where they give him a lot of... They bring, yeah, they bring him body parts back to life basically my fa- my fa- that was my favorite part of the movie was like his transformation to robocop and like yeah, you're seeing it from cool. him, his perspective yeah, yeah that was cool and like, like he and they like put the grill over his vision yeah they're like they're enhancing it or something cheesy. that was really cool man yeah i i, I dug it. it i like the, I like the new year's the, eve scene where yeah. he's watching them yeah. have a party what a lame someone. party i gotta say they're the scientists <laughs> are having new year's eve at their come on that's like a trope in movies where i'm just like yeah exactly exactly i was like you guys don't know what it's actually like to work on new year's eve it's fucking oh yeah and then like someone blatantly sexually harasses the one female scientist of course this movie also has the thing of like the attractive woman who's a nerd so she's wearing glasses oh yeah right there's like three or four of those in this movie and you're just like oh god yeah. oh yeah. i also forgot about like the murphy you forget about murphy's partner right lisa yeah did yeah. you mention her uh, we mentioned her before I mentioned her hair yeah she has you meant, yeah, the worst great, great hair great yeah her hair, hair is also, amazing she is foiled because she can't you know, stop herself from, from looking at. Oh my god, guys it's true. Oh, <laughs> right? uh, god, yeah, that's how she's that. boiled. Also, Holy there was a lot. Of, there was a lack of great one-liners. Like, mm. 
you know, yeah, it's like, are, yeah. you mean there were a lot of bad are there any? There, no, there were no one liners. There were no one liners. No, a lot like, of no, opportunities for one liners. Uh, good opportunities then, for like yeah. great action, 1980s action movies, one liners. Yeah. And none of them. No, no, it's true. Like he could have talked about his penis so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He could have. <laughs> but it could have been a lot. There's a lot of material there. Yeah. Just probably. Throwing the dude. What do you say when he throws the guy out of the back of the getaway van? Oh, can you fly or something? Yeah, that is can such a shitty... What, the, what is that? It's yeah, stupid. that is so shitty. Yeah, so... Oh, he also, he's, you know... Red one, Foreman. Red Foreman said, you know, someone's smoking. He's like, oh, what, do you want to live forever? And oh, that's another like, bad guy, yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is... He uses this later in Starship Troopers. I thought that was pretty cool for the oh, nerds out there. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch that. Huh. Oh, man. Yeah, so RoboCop basically hits the streets and starts quote i'm putting your quotes here solving problems right. <laughs> by es- essentially applying obscene militarist like violence to total extermination of all yeah by applying like, <laughs> ridiculous violence yeah. yeah and i guess what what do we see i mean there's a bunch of early scenes of it he breaks up a hostage situation with the current with the coup yeah with <laughs> like a city councilman yeah exactly it's just yeah. sort of like Great. So, yeah, the military is going to murder an right. elected official. And everyone loves it. The whole yeah. city is in love with him. Yeah. Little yeah, the kids love him. And, like, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, or interesting, you know, that the kids are just, like, eating this violence up. Yep. And he goes around the rules, right? And like, they the, did in the real world, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy, the police officer in charge is like, don't go in there. Like, we're, we have a hot situation. He just, like, goes in. Yeah. Right? And then he just, like, grabs the elected official through the wall right he basically breaks yeah. the wall yeah grabs which frame. that was a reference to blade runner i thought oh yeah the the Maybe. scene where um you know whatever his name is Rucker howard right. at the end breaks through the wall and grabs decker mm-hmm. there's a bunch of references to stuff the mayor in the city's name is gibson which is like obviously a reference to william gibson throwing it to the cyberpunk roots of this mm-hmm. movie um Whoa. yeah there was a, there was a few other ones which i put in my notes oh yeah the guy who invented uh ed 209 is Dr. McNamara, which is obviously mm-hmm. a reference to Robert McNamara, yeah. the the sort of like brain behind us bombing Vietnam nonstop. Um, may he burn in fucking hell. Uh, trying to think who else. Oh, you know what else I saw like a ton of reference to in this movie was Tech Noir, the nightclub from Terminator 1. Like there's just, oh. there's like a few scenes in this movie that are just like hardcore Tech Noir. Is that looking. where they're partying at the end of the movie? Um, yeah, when when um, he shows up and starts blowing people away. Yeah, I mean, man, I loved that dance club. Yeah, they were so into partying. Like the guy gets dragged out by his hair, oh, and yeah, they the care. partiers are just like, "Yeah, let's that party some more." So amazing. <laughs> that was and really also, cool. Also, RoboCop comes in and nobody cares. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> Wait, he's lo- the city loves because they're 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 partying too hard. Yeah. Uh, also, did you realize this is like the beginning of Detroit house music? <laughs> oh, oh shit. I didn't catch that. You're totally right. I mean, the music was what? like just like boilerplate 1980s techno dance, but like, I don't know if the um, the music supervisor was hip enough, though. So in in part of his sort of like breaking up crime stuff, uh, Robocop busts up this cocaine factory that they're in the middle of doing a deal with Red Foreman. Well, you skipped a couple things. What right? did I skip? Does he, any of it matter, though? I mean, we've skipped a lot of stuff. I mean, the rampage is pretty long. The thing that you skipped is that he has that, like, sort of waking nightmare, right? Oh, yeah. Where he, like, starts to get oh, yeah. he visions twitching. of how he was killed. Okay. And then yeah, he's, he's sort charging. of, the idea is he's sort of, at that point, 
s- sort of wants to kill the people who killed him. Right? right. And that's how he... It's not really explained, but then somehow he also ends up encountering one of those guys, right? Oh. And that's what starts him... Yeah, like, on his path. On his path, right? Then he somehow path finds... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so the that, path of killing bad guys. Well, uh, same, same thing. path. Same thing. Yeah. Like regular yeah. crime. He's moved on from regular... Yeah, now from killing. saving the day. That's basically to, what he's doing the rest of the movie right. is just killing the people who were involved in right. killing him. Right. I'm surprised they didn't shut him down at that point. Well, they they yeah. discuss shutting him down. Where they're like, oh, you yeah. want to shut him down because he had a dream? Like, right. it, they briefly touch on that. I, it doesn't feel like it's much of a concern of the movie, of like the morality of, well, nobody you know, cares. reanimating a you brain. Know, yeah. yeah. So, so RoboCop, inspired by his sort of like desire for vengeance, yeah. goes on this sort of hunting, killing spree against the gang that originally killed him actually as kill. Murphy. He doesn't. Like he, he sets a he, gas station on trying. fire, or he gets set on fire by the guy. Right. I, I think just happened to see that guy. Right. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That was what hunting random crime. No, no, it was. It was weird, right? Because first he had the so there's the nightmare unrelated. I guess that's my, what you, my read of it was like the nightmare kicked him out of recharge mode and like into go go fix crime mode. And like right. he's just and like he's kind of crime. semi-broken wandering the city. And then he just randomly crime. happens to encounter one of the guys who killed him. Right, yeah. which like completes the loop yeah. in his brain or whatever. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so then he spends the rest of the movie hunting them down. Right. Which and then he finds Leland Palmer well, in the like Detroit house music club. But hang right. on, because before that, what, the scene when he assaults the cocaine factory, that to me is the no, most... No, no, that was after that. Oh, that was after that? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because that's how he find that's how he finds the cocaine factory. Because he talks, I think, oh, yeah. he talks to All Leland right. Palmer, and then Leland is like, uh, is he tells him where Red Foreman is, and then and then he finds Red Foreman at the cocaine factory. Yeah, right? but uh, so right before he we get that, we also get basically, and I thought this to me was the most interesting thing, and again, kind of underscored how brilliant Paul Verhoeven is, is like. The reveal that Red Foreman, this like crime boss in Detroit, is also like in the employ of the OCP, like, like chief guy, who, yeah, second in command, yeah, who designed just as a hitman though, right? N- no, he's like more than that. Like they, there's something about the cocaine business that they're involved in, or no? I think he's just. I mean, maybe I made this up, but my understanding was that he's been hired essentially to make crime worse in the city. Just yeah. to stir shit up. Well, and we also then see right? one of the OCP yeah. executives having like a coked out orgy in his house. And it's just like the level at which... You're going to call me, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, I guess like the kind of penetration between the the criminal world and the corporate world in this movie was not accidental. And they don't yeah. underline it in this way that's like, Dun dun dun! It's just sort of like, oh yeah. Well, what did you think? These people are in charge of some shit. These people are in charge of the other shit. Of course, they fucking work together. Like, have Meanwhile, a nice the life. Police are like totally underfunded and yeah, running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Just like a bunch of schmucks. Which yeah. is why we need to pay the corporate bad guys to empower them with military weapons so, so that they smart. can be exactly. equally yeah. malfeasantly powerful. Right. <laughs> so, right. Cause so basically, crime. the point is, yeah, yeah they're causing crime. Cause, so that create they can crime. Sell. sell your merchandise. But then fix crime so you can sell your houses, your apartments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except, and and then so, if your fix doesn't work, well, at least you're still getting paid to fight crime, right. which you created, and you're getting paid from the crime that you're creating. 
So Sorry, you Bloomberg. fucking win. It's, but what they actually did was they bought private prisons instead. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> Which and, is like a way more sensible well, business plan, if you ask me. Fucking A. And I think I even put that in my notes. I was sort of like, what did they say here? What do they say? Uh, an economy ideal for corporate growth. No, where was it? I there were just so many nods to like I, I don't know i mean i guess it feels prescient but maybe these things were really on the minds of actual people but i was like oh, yeah. i was like how are we all so woke to this shit now that like nobody was thinking about it at the time am i am i don't I tripping? think nobody was thinking about it right but I it mean, was like Paul Verhoeven was thinking about it yeah it was like you know it was in the culture it was like dandruff smelling nerds handing out like poorly photocopied socialist leaflets on street corners. You know what <laughs> I, I mean, mean? Fucking reality bites is basically about the same thing, right? About like everything becoming consumer culture and like every, you know, yeah, but it's like not I'm just saying at the kind it's of, it's not like brutalist and violent, right? Like, right. No, but sure. But it's still the same overarching, overarching idea. Like our whole world is dissolving into this corporate, like big single ownership hegemon of, yeah, you know, I capital I, moving around. Yeah, I guess it's it's weirder to see it in like a social context, or in like it's weirder yeah. to see it in like a militaristic and police and like that kind of context than like than like a oh yeah, if you know uh, nobody beats the whiz is in charge of what records we can sell, then we won't make good records anymore, like Empire right. Records or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. That's another good example. Like I think a lot of the movies that were popular in this period are essentially about the same thing but like right? they are and they aren't right because it's like sure. the gen x angst around the idea of quote i'm putting in air quotes again selling out is yeah. so like play school compared yeah. to like the real selling out <laughs> which is like yeah right. when when like the military corporation which is also fueling the cocaine trade is you know paying the police department sure. it's like yeah is it, is, that's a movie or is that that happened though. <laughs> well that's what Both. i'm saying it's like when did everybody get hip to this was this was this movie prescient or was this movie just saying some shit that nobody was listening to at the time but it was no, also present my then? point was that i think lots of people were talking about it in different ways it's not a fresh concept in 87 by any means okay fair enough yeah, yeah i mean when were the oliver north hearings i mean earlier than that i think right okay fair enough i mean reagan was out in january 89 so yeah had to okay before. yeah so like i guess it's reasonable to say but it just doesn't seem like it was part of the mainstream conversation at least i don't know i mean we all grew up a I little mean, bit late i mean i feel like the first time i thought of this was like dick cheney right exactly yeah manufacturing consent was written in what like 85 or something somebody looked that up yeah fair enough people's history of the united states like i don't think these were new ideas they just weren't like loud ideas so in the end like of the, the workman movie, circle was like you know yeah i mean like we've been hearing this kind of shit for century you know yeah yeah exactly. that's true the military industrial complex is controlling a lot more than just the military right yeah i guess so and i mean it, yeah it doesn't get much more mainstream than the you know lame duck president's departing address to the nation right yeah i guess that's true and for listeners of the show who don't know what both sam and abe are referencing uh, they're both talking about Eisenhower's farewell address, which uh, should we patch some of that into this episode oh, yeah, do here? It. I mean, it's prescient, well, a lot it's, more prescient than this is and a lot more to the point. Well, I, I'm actually not even hip to that. Oh, oh, uh, there was a the documentary about said. it called why we fight. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm just like 
I, I mean, I grew up in around like all these hippie Jews and shit, uh-huh. and they're talking about the military industrial complex and like, th- yeah. you know, they need to sell nukes to and like how yeah. these companies are making money on GE right. is making money on selling nukes. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And this is like around the same time the Robocop came out, so like it's definitely yeah. it was on the like tip of people's tongue. Sure. Maybe yeah. not in most mainstream, but I guess we're saying it isn't in a lot of mainstream culture at the time. It was definitely out there. Like mm-hmm. when Eisenhower left, he said the, the thing that Americans have to like be afraid of is the military industrial complex. They're mm-hmm. taking over everything. And it, and this is from the guy who was just r- basically running that show, right. you know. So like, yeah. it was there for people to listen, and you know, your folks and my folks, and I think Asher's folks, maybe not Alan's folks, were saying this stuff and knew that this. Mm-hmm. Kind Alan of shit is shaking was going his on. head right now. By the way, he's like, <laughs> but which way? <laughs> Get me as far away from these fucking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's head banging. So so at the end of the movie, we basically have the final confrontation. The police are looking to kill RoboCop because he's not obeying their orders. The bad guys are looking to kill RoboCop. Well, I think the police are just yeah. trying to kill RoboCop because they follow the orders yeah. of OCP. That, oh, right. right. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, it's it's no longer <laughs> in the... Yeah. So, RoboCop show, has like a showdown with the, the drug cartel. Uh, pretty easy. He fucking toast them he's bulletproof and he has like oh this is one thing i wanted to talk about like apparently an automatic pistol with infinite bullets yeah there's <laughs> one, one point in the movie where he reloads for dramatic effect yeah and i checked like he's firing hundreds of rounds without reloading oh, so yeah. i don't know what kind of like bigger on the inside bullets he's got in that clip like connected to his body no somehow, no because right? at one because point he, he actually out. pulls the clip out and puts another one uh, in <laughs> it's just there's like, a huge gun by the way that they get it's like yeah that gun is pretty boss yeah, they just yeah. play with for like two minutes they're <laughs> right. just blowing they're they just like we need to have this scene where we, where, where we blow things up yeah also was, was that like a like a big long gun that fires like explosives because it didn't seem like a regular gun yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like a rocket launcher also yeah, yeah like when they shoot it i was like everybody in the vicinity of that gun would be deaf right right and there's no kickback right. or yeah, no kick at all. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh yeah i just yeah. hold this although they do have guns he, that have like counterweights that bump go. stock bump stock is for yeah but yeah, yeah, like but yeah. for big weapons like that right. they usually have like a ballast you know do you guys know how to shoot guns What's happening? <laughs> I've no. I'm f- yeah. Abe <laughs> is like I shot a gun. My, my anarchy collective <laughs> is, is preparing for the end times. No, you no, just I shoot a gun scare me, man. I was in Miami and like went to this shooting range. I went to a gun range in in Florida too. Well, it's, it's, it's Florida, man. Yeah, but, like, but in really? Win- in Winwood, yeah. there's this like like a uh, gun museum kind of place. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I was just like, walking around by myself. I was on tour and I had some time to kill. And I was like, I'll, I'll pop in here and see what this is all about because I'm not in New York and I should go see what a gun shooting range is all, all into, you know? That's but it was like, awesome. But dude, I mean, they had all these guns from like the history of guns and it was such a glorification of it. And they had this like AK-47 or you know, AR-15 that you can hold and get your picture taken with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just like, you know, all it's doing, this is like also right after the Parkland shooting. Mm. And I'm like, this is a clear example of like the gun industry just like pushing these like weapons yeah. on us. So we buy them, you know, yeah, exactly. Turning, making it like a fantasy, like this again, like you watch robot, you grow up watching Robocop. Then what do you want to do? You want to go get some huge fucking guns yeah. yeah, because it's fun to shoot them. Yeah. And then you just put money into the NRA, yeah. into Oliver North's pocket. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Shakalaka. <laughs> Full circle, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's funny because, like... Please don't air any of this, man. Oh, actually, I was like, that's the best part of this episode <laughs> so far. 
Um, no, please just, just take my name off it. I'll, I'll send no, an edit to you guys. This is all dry run anyway. We're okay, about yeah. to start the yeah. show. Welcome to the <laughs> show, Welcome to the show, guys. guys. All right. <laughs> so that was kind of like a question that I had about... <laughs> no, just basically like when when was our like mass waking up point to this stuff? Like you when think did, it's happened? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's part of the conversation. Ferguson, maybe, you know? Was it, I mean, was it first? I mean, it, there's been so many times where it's like, oh, now now people are going to. Was right, it wait, Ferguson, was, Ferguson was before the election, though. Yeah. But like when you we know, were in, like in high school. People are not woke yet. There were, remember? There were fucking marches all over the city. We shut down. Because Lower of Amadou Diallo. Yeah. yeah. That like, it's not new. No, I don't, I don't mean about police brutality. I mean about like the way in which sort of like systemic power has gathered to keep the, the powerful few in a position of privilege. Like, when did that become so much part of the kind of cultural moment? Because, like, I think that yeah. that's something we're living through right now pretty hardcore. Yeah, maybe, and, um, like, the 99% thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. was it Occupy? Was maybe it, Occupy. It's maybe. A, maybe it's a framing thing, yeah. Yeah, I guess, because that, to me, was but what this movie was. There was a backlash against Occupy, too. Yeah. But, huge uh, backlash. Well, there was a huge backlash against the people in the park, but I think we're still talking about the idea. Like, we're still yeah. talking about uh, taxing millionaires, raising the minimum wage. It's really and, fucked up that Trump, like, co-opted that. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm, I'm out here yeah. to stop banks, you know. Yeah. Like, which is all, all bullshit. Like, stop banks from not loaning money to me because I yeah. keep defaulting on them. I don't know. What is it, what's this show about, dude? What's this show about? I mean, this that show is question. basically... Great question. <laughs> yeah. That is a really yeah. good yeah. question. We're on a journey to discover no, what the show I mean, is I, about. I mean, I'm enjoying this. You know, I mean, so I guess basically... But if like, I'm a science fiction fan, I'll be like, yo, I did not mean to listen so, to This is a really great point. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, a, a lot of what the show is You're about like, is really like... Yeah. Is it science fiction fans or like... Yeah, lefties, well, we'll it's probably both. cut most of the lefties. I think we're still figuring out what the podcast is. Yeah, I think it's like basically like if sci-fi is supposed to be about like uh an expanded ver- like basically it's hard know. to talk it's hard to not talk about politics when you're talking about sci-fi because it tends to be aspirational or yeah. utopian exactly or or dystopian mm-hmm. right so, so we we often end up talking about right yeah but no it's it's basically like yeah if science fiction is supposed to be like a a critical look at the potentials of our world then like i guess what the podcast is about is us digging into some of those potentials and mm-hmm. talking about you know where they originate, what their end game is, what the the greater implications of these things are. And so like, yeah, oftentimes we end up talking about pretty hardcore left-wing stuff, which is weird because I didn't, when did we all become so fucking left-wing? Well, excuse me. I mean, you. when did I become so <laughs> left-wing? I know I'm Canadian, but like, when did this happen? It must have been 2008. Left-wing or man. lib? I feel like you always were. Left-wing. I'm, I don't think I'm a lib. Certainly not anymore. No, you've been red pilled. I've been, I've been black pilled. <laughs> so I, I actually, I got to, I got to talk about this movie real quick. There it is about RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. Oh, so okay, cool. My bone to pick is that I don't really know if it was science fiction or action or like none or just like a yeah. blockbuster like like fantasy movie. Yeah, it's barely science fiction. Yeah, but it is yeah. those other things that we were talking about. Yeah, like yeah. aspirational dystopian. Right. That's true. So, okay. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like commenting on society and it's using the sort of like hyperbolic nature of uh, whether it's the fantastic or science fiction I mean, to it, explore those themes. If you want us to be pedantic about it like please the the technology to build RoboCop doesn't exist. So in that sense it's sci-fi. Wait, they a didn't minute. go into the technology though. Yeah, but do the technology to, like, to build to? Yeah, technology? RoboCop definitely is on its way. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. He just said exactly. He just said exists on its oh, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially, at the end of this movie, it, it ends super abruptly, right? Like, he kills all the bad guys, well, and the then great he line goes at the end. Where speaking of Trump, where dude gets fired. Oh, he well, <laughs> RoboCop goes to the headquarters oh, yeah, of OCP. Maybe before that, I mean, yeah. So basically, he he is Thank like you, beating Alan. up Red, yeah. right? Yeah, and then Red like. Um, you know oh earlier in the movie yeah he was beating up red foreman and red in, foreman in confesses factory right? to working for the head of ocp right. and this is saying where he turns out to be is that actually his name Dick yeah Jones. i don't know if Dick he's Jones. doing that for um like if he's trying to be good at that moment or if he's just start trying to save his own skin he's trying to save his he's own ass to, he's, yeah. so he's still sure, no, no, no. well he's yeah. saying like i work for dick jones you work for dick jones like you can't right. do this to me right and he's trying to reason with him but robocop doesn't can't you know he only cares like about pure. justice yeah yeah which is devoid of reason so yeah. then then he goes to at the end after killing red foreman oh yeah right so he, then later on and then at the very end he goes to ocp headquarters yeah so there's the whole thing oh yeah so then the cops wait wait the cops no, no, are no, trying no, to kill him and tries to kill dick jones but then he can't. he can't that's when we find out about directive four. Oh yeah right the hidden directive yeah doesn't allow him to kill an ocp executive right right i thought it was to protect uh private property for the super wealthy directive four. <laughs> i think i mean it is essentially yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like so anything that's part of us. the corporation right. yeah, yeah. Right, so so after we find out about directive, so then he can't kill Dick Jones. Then Dick Jones, oh, sets Ed whatever loose on RoboCop Ed two hundred nine, which yeah. I thought was an amazing scene when that I was scene a kid. Is fucking awesome, yeah. but it's terrible now. Now it looks like something from Jason and the Argonauts. I mean, I still kind of <laughs> yeah. like it, but it's it's pretty corny. And the fact that that robot is foiled by stairs is, is <laughs> amazing. And the way too, like it yeah. doesn't know that it can't go downstairs, yeah. but it's cautious. Yeah. But then it's like, nah, I got it's this. It's like a baby. Or yeah, it's something. like a dog yeah. dipping so its toe in water. Like, like, how would you not either program it to have a way to go downstairs or program it to not go downstairs? <laughs> like, how does it have a gray area there? They never, I don't te- know. They never got to that point in testing. Yeah, that's, yeah they, that they, seems like a I mean, it has a lot of flaws. Like, it just assumed that the guy, you know, when he blows the dude away in the beginning, yeah. he doesn't recognize that he, he actually disarmed himself. Right, right. Gun on the ground he is still in his possession. Yeah, it's accurate. It's an accurate portrayal of how cops are. Yeah. Right. Well, not quite because the guy's white, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so then he goes down. Robocop goes downstairs and is met by like hundreds of cops who have been uh, instructed by OCP to kill him. Right. right. So they start shooting him, which is really brutal because it looks exactly like the way that he died he, in the first place. Yeah. Right. So it's like he's doubly just being killed in this like brutal way. Right. Yeah, and there's some Christian overtones to that as well. Mm. Wow, the really? brutality of that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And huh. Paul Verhoeven Passion, talked a little right? bit about that. The yeah, really. Of Robocop. Yeah, he talked a little bit about that. <laughs> oh, he so talked did, a little so bit you, about. You checked out some of his interviews about this movie. Yeah, I, I did a little bit of research on it, but uh, but anyway, yeah. But to fast forward, <laughs> so Robocop then. Yeah, wait, get into it, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't well, want no, talk just about the, that. That uh, yeah. So I mean, there's some Christian imagery. I think one of the things is like he gets. He did die for our sins. Yeah, he did die for our sins and gets reborn. Gets reborn. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And then his final battle with Red Foreman at the like nuclear waste factory, which, by the way, we didn't I, even I, I mention. I want to talk about that, too. That's the, insane. When when the guy drives into... Yeah, this is one of the most upsetting yeah. 
and so random. Yeah. So it, unrelated to anything but else. No, ever. they, needed, Again, they so needed to do that because then the, he had to be there to get hit by the car later. That no. Was a part of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like so Paul Verhoeven disgusting yeah. operatic violence. So like one of the henchmen of Red Foreman gets like tricked into driving into a barrel of toxic waste and he essentially melts Just on camera. Just by RoboCop like basically walking out of the way yeah, as yes. the truck is headed yeah. towards him right like yeah. he just walks like four feet over and then <laughs> we are crushing this plot breakdown by the way so if, but if, if robocop didn't move out of the way and he gets hit by that truck the guy still crashes into the toxic yes. waste yeah that's that was true definitely the situation <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true pretty stupid yeah. criminals yes. yeah yeah well I mean, maybe filed- if they were smart they would have gotten jobs Oh. Oh. There are no jobs in Detroit in 1987. Yeah, actually, I remember there's some part in it where they're showing like a television show and they have different name placards for people who they're interviewing. And they're like, what do you think of RoboCop? And people say shit. And one of the person was unemployed person. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys yeah, remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. I think the other Chirons were pretty hilarious too as i recall i don't remember it yeah yeah there was one guy who's like yeah man it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he like didn't make sense like couldn't understand what he was saying he reminded me of sam <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like i was like when did sam get in this movie he's like yeah man robocop is like a person but he's also like a robot it's, it's like a, <laughs> he's a cop yeah that I don't makes know me- about <laughs> cops, but I watched that show one time. The one where the guy was huffing paint and he had silver on his face, and they arrested him. Anyway, give me a job. <laughs> that makes um, a lot more related? sense, I think, than, 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 than what that guy was saying. Yeah. I was just sort of like, <laughs> I, at this like point, a, it was so good. I was like, this movie is like an hour and forty-five minutes long. I'm going to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> fuck this movie. It's fine, dude. I th- had the same thought at the end. I was just like, all right, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm the, ready to get out of here. Yeah, the, the movie didn't. It leaves you with nothing. I'm shocked that this yeah. movie was as much of like a cultural touchstone as yeah, it was. It's so brutal. It's, it's bad. Also, it's it's brutal. <laughs> it's awful. Immoral. Immoral. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, as a satire, I effects. get that it's like all of those things. But it doesn't have the same level of. I, d- I don't know why Starship Troopers. Why do I want to keep coming back to Starship because Troopers? Because Starship and I don't Troopers has this. like those moments, like the My- Michael Ironside speeches where it's like where there's you see the cracks where you're like oh this is really fucked up but in this movie the those moments are like when the guy gets turned into lasagna by the robot at the beginning or like when murphy gets his arm shot off like right those are the moments where you're supposed to be like wait this is really not cool yeah and instead you're like yeah violence yeah. Or when the bad gets melted and i thought that yeah, this movie yeah, also exactly. like owed a bit of a debt to like cronenberg and like body horror whatever that, that, moment that for definitely sure. yeah, yeah when when the bad guy gets melted i think that to me that was one of the things that, like, I is still in my head from when I saw it as a kid. So fucking gross. Yeah, and I guess the other moments we're supposed that. to, like, remember and kind of take us out of this framework and go, like, hey, wait, what is this movie about? Are, like, the commercials in the TV breaks that we get throughout the movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, specifically the one where they're, the family is playing a board game. It's, like, an ad for a board game called Nukem. Um, that was pretty horrific. Yeah, and it was like, I'm sanctioning your nation. You can't sanction me because I'm taking the threat level up to midnight. Nukem. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, they use the doomsday clock? No, they didn't use the doomsday clock. It was like Battleship, I think. Yeah. Uh, that'd be God. cool. Like, you know, you have like the, the egg timer in a lot of these yeah. uh, <laughs> games that have like a doomsday clock. You're like, 
12 like seven minutes to midnight <laughs> we should make that game i feel uh, like th- i th- feel like there's there's some we're living yeah. it right now my friend yeah we are yeah, living that fair. game i'm gonna patch in iron maidens two minutes to midnight here um yeah, yeah good song i like that song thanks, so, thanks for playing that that sounded yeah, great that yeah great awesome song. um yeah so yeah that, so, yeah it kills red yeah, so right. he kills he kills the bad guys. <laughs> then he goes to <laughs> he goes to OCP headquarters, and the head of OCP. Then he fights. It's not you keep saying Ed, it's the head of OCP, but it's he's the uh, second he's the second command. in command. The, uh, he fights Ed two oh nine outside of OCP headquarters and just like kills the shit out of it. He doesn't him. really fight. Him. He, he shoots him with a gun and it explodes. Yeah, up, and he's yeah. just like, oh, this was with a problem super, for me yeah, with, the, with the huge gun, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the super missile gun. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. And then goes it's upstairs. Like an anti-tank gun. And Actually, maybe it is literally an anti-tank yeah. gun. Yeah, I think so. And then goes upstairs and blows away the the head bad guy. And then well, that's yeah. it. No, well, you it's skipped like, the best moment of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the best? Because like he can't you kill really him. You really weren't paying of, attention. Of, I really wasn't. Of, I was like, <laughs> what is it? Yeah, directive, directive four. four. Directive yeah, four yeah. is you can't kill people. You can't kill oh, employees gets, of OCP. Oh, and he's like holding the boss hostage, and the boss <laughs> fires him. Yeah, oh the boss fires him so he can kill him. It's that's it's great. It's funny. There's a and I realize there's so much violence in that boardroom. Yeah, like I would never go to like. I'm yeah, surprised anyone go goes work for that why, company again. People, these people are just like they're playing well, with their lives every day. I guess you're right. Yeah. Like it's probably safer in that boardroom. Yeah, fewer people it's die like in that boardroom. Only than like, two people die in that boardroom yeah. in the whole movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I guess statistically you're safer. Yeah. I don't know. It's like two out of twelve people. That's not good numbers. Well, yeah, out of nobody, the other people in the movie, like nearly everyone died. There's also no loyalty for yeah. no one's loyal to anybody in this movie. Yeah, you know. I also noticed we didn't really talk partner. Yeah, she's very loyal. Yeah, she's um, the yeah. only sort of moral voice in right. the movie. I, I, we, we didn't talk about this, but um, you know the all the bad guys, like uh, the the main the the head bad guy, Red um, Red Foreman. Fox, Red Foreman. Yeah, <laughs> like he shits on them every day at work. Like yeah. they should be you yeah. like organizing, you know. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like he <laughs> throws them out of moving vehicles. He yeah, blows up yeah. their cars. Yeah, like that's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah, I would quit that job, man. <laughs> yeah, and would, go yeah. work for the corporation. Go or, work for or just you know murder him, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, take like, over. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know this movie, but he loves his, he loves crime so much. Like I would if I was a criminal, like one of those kind of criminals, you know, I'd be yeah. like. Man, this guy, I had a star in my eyes. You know, I mean, this guy is so good and so into crime. I mean, maybe not, he's, he's yeah, not maybe great. it's inspiring. It's got to be inspiring. Like, you put up with the abuse because yeah, you know he's going to, you know he's he's into it. He's, he's gonna also, pay like, out. the biggest guy in the yard, maybe, sort of, metaphorically. Yeah, but you cap yeah, him, and then the you're the biggest guy in the Exactly. <laughs> you kill him, so and now scary. And he just, you're Mr. He loves, President. He loves committing of, crime, you know? Yeah. So, like... <laughs> That was a reference to Death Race 2000. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I should probably nice. watch that one. Uh, no, I mean, I, I had the same thought. Yeah. Like, like he's such a, a jerk to these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, But maybe but they're just They cowed. just keep working for him. Maybe they're just cowed. But they don't really... It's like a cult of personality. Right, thing. right. Like, I, like, hey, Red fucked my car up today. What do you do to you? <laughs> like, yeah. It's bragging but like, rights. why aren't people, like, jumping ship from the Trump administration? Like, they he's are. He's an insane person. Are they? Yeah. I mean, he's they're had, getting fired, but, like... What, who? No, they're jumping ship, but they're not stopping it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not stopping it. I don't. I don't. I mean, that's going to be the question of our age. Is like, are we going? Not the question Those of our age. Those people are fucking but, cowards. You know, well, they're yeah, not. They're, like, they're, they're, they're not turning around. Shit. They're not turning around and like, like they're coming out with these books and they're like, 
Like eh, it's, it was yeah. chaos. You know, he, it was yeah, chaos he, in there. he ate a Big Mac in front of me. It's right. like, yeah. How about who was responsible for putting kids in cages? Right. Are we going to send that person that, to fucking prison? Right, because right. they should go there. Like, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so vitriolic. Yeah, it's like, like I just think, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> no, I, I would say. It was okay. I, I I'd see if you wanted to see this, see Starship Troopers instead. Yeah, I was disappointed. I really thought that that I because I had never seen this one. Like I had seen the sequels, maybe and the which are not the same. Yeah, yeah, two and three. Which dude, what? I'm in. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> next week, RoboCop two and three. Oh god, and there's a remake. Did, yeah, and there's a remake. Come out. Oh, I don't know. But was I, mean, it I saw the original cable. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was it the, the original guy. actor in He's two never and been three. in anything else. He's been in other right? stuff. Yeah, no, he, he was really? a character actor in a bunch of stuff. When he, when he first stuff. shows up as Murphy, I'm like, oh, Willem Dafoe's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks really familiar. Like, I'm not sure. There's, what he's been wrong. in other no, stuff. There's a ton of. <laughs> yeah. Worst. All right, so should we throw it to endorsements or? Ugh. Fucking Sam, <laughs> I love you. The only person who prepared is the person who hates endorsements. That's a pretty shocking one. <laughs> Sam, what do you got for us this week? I actually don't remember the name of it. Oh, oh no, I do. I got it. <laughs> awesome. That's this is a great way. start. I always, whenever I have a series endorsement, it's just like the thing that Netflix is currently pushing. So okay. that's where I am this week. It's Black Black Summer is just a zombie show on Netflix that I'm really liking. All right, cool. The way it's told is cool. It's like chopped up into sort of shorts. And the there's not like a clear cast of characters exactly. I think Alan's done for the day. So yeah, sounds pretty. All right, my endorsement is PBS Space Time. That's it's, what we waited for. What yeah. is it? This time. What it's, is it? It's like a series of videos on YouTube that uh, you know explain different different concepts in physics. Oh, that sounds uh, nice. Like you know, from different angles, and they have cool animations too. And they're each is like fifteen minutes. You can just kind of watch it. Like you can kind of listen to the audio, or you can like watch the animations. But like, here are some some titles there's quantum physics in a mirror universe did life on earth come from space uh super symmetric particle found um found question mark oh oh interesting huh. did you watch that one no oh. uh, i yeah, I've only watched a couple i watched like five or something but uh why is the earth round and the milky way flat so it's like a, a lot of different stuff but uh i mean there's there's tons of them and they're really nice just like cool. what's it called pbs space time pbs space time they're really nice to just kind of like play in the background nice you know if if uh this podcast you're sucks, to impress somebody. you can listen to this instead yeah Th- those are your only two options though yeah <laughs> those are the only two audio pieces of audio in the in, in the, the universe, universe. yeah it's really unfortunate. <laughs> um, I'm going to endorse a third piece of audio, which is my band, Ravens Wait, and Chimes. Um, our third album, The Empty House, is out on Spotify now. But a uh, non-me endorsement is... Um, I wanted to endorse a French restaurant in my neighborhood, but then I didn't want to want to blow it up. So I'm going to endorse Go to a it. different French restaurant in my neighborhood <laughs> called Le French Diner. It's super good. No. That but cannot be the it's name. It's totally the name. Is the French Diner? That's that's amazing. Um, yeah, you should check it out. It's really good. It's funny. But then you know, for the sophisticated listener, I I urge DM you Asher to on Twitter. yeah DM me on Twitter and I'll tell you the name of of the good spot. Um, all right, yeah, Abe, what do you got? Uh, well, it's the, one of the um, the security guards. I don't know if they're security guards, but the people who are like on the on the side of the wall in, in a museum. 
Anyway, I was uh, <laughs> wait on the side of the wall. No, like they're, they're just like they're chilling. Man. They're the ones who are, no, they're, they're, no, the, the guys, the people in museums who are like don't get so yeah, close who to the just art. like stand there. They oh. were, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So I went to the new museum. Uh, Nari Ward has a show. It was this like really cool like 1990s New York. Like uh, he builds his sculpture out of trash, basically. Cool, nice. And it, there's a lot of connection between what he does and like talk like critique of the police and everything. Nice. So the you know it's pretty hip. Um, and anyway, so I was like, I asked this guy a question, like, does this shit shoot lasers? Cause there's a piece that has lasers that shoots out of it. And the guy just, the security guard went on this like 20 minute speech to me about how they installed everything there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was really informative. So that one person working on the fourth floor of the new museum. Awesome. <laughs> he, you want to endorse that guy? That guy. That guy. Fuck yeah. That guy. Okay, cool. Okay. Do we do we get like a description or we just have to like go to each just guy go to see the, which just one go. is knowledgeable? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I always felt feel like you're not supposed to talk to those guys. Like because they're the help. He he looked <laughs> they always well, follow no, me around like I'm about to commit a crime. Well, they all I mean, they're all like future curators basically. Oh, oh really? really? Huh. Well, you get I think like if you if you do that at the Met um, you get like, you know, free credits for a curation program or something like that. Cool. So it's yeah. kind of, so like they're interested oh, in the art, okay. but maybe they're not as knowledgeable as a tour guide. You know, I just meant more like they weren't. You weren't supposed to distract them. They're like the Buckingham from like Palace making guides. sure that you know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this dude was like definitely there to talk about. He, I mean, he not he wasn't there to talk about things. He's there to make sure you don't fuck anything up. Yeah. But like he was just so excited about how they installed it all. That's it, cool. You couldn't stop him from talking about it, even if like his job depended on it. He was ready <laughs> to get fired. <laughs> Tell me about all this stuff. Yeah. That's good. All right. Thanks so much for like, tuning in, guys. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Asher Lack. At highly affiligent. Uh, at Case of Piles. Uh, I don't do Twitter. Cool. <laughs> and um, I, don't, I don't want the corporation to know people can follow you on twitter, instagram the corporation right? twitter yeah they can follow me on instagram that's i don't exist there either man. okay cool yeah. <laughs> um so, but you could try to find him yeah uh you can follow the show at robot house pod and it's spelled h-a-u-s all right until next time thanks for tuning in guys Wait, see you before, later before we're done <laughs> all right cool peace bye